Hi everyone listening, my name is Yassi and I was diagnosed with anxiety at 19 years old after my first panic attack. It's been 7 years since then and throughout these years I've come to find I am not alone in the battle with mental illness. My purpose for starting this podcast is to collaborate with my friends and soon to be new friends in order to end the stigma around talking about mental health. Also while incorporating my love for the music that gave me the strength to find myself once again and help me focus on the upside to my mental illness. These are stories coming from people from all walks of life on their mental illness or habits they've developed to become more self-aware. This is The Upside. There's times when you're doing something and you just can't seem to focus. But when someone has ADD, there's really nothing they can do to focus. I can either turn on some music and put on some headphones to block out noise and just start doing whatever it is that I have to do. Someone with ADD does not have that capability. They cannot control their non-linear thinking. Relationships are affected. Job performance is affected. School performance is affected. And in the case of our guest, hyperfocus is a symptom. Feeling as if no one would ever take him serious about his ADD, he felt as if he had no right to speak up until he saw his job performance being affected. This is when he sought out professional help and got medicated. This is Danny, and this is his life with ADD. I'm Yessie, and this is The Upsides. I'm here with... Daniel Moreno. Ooh, last name and all. Very professional-like for your boyfriend. Oh, I see. (laughs) So, um, Danny's going to talk a little bit about his experience with ADD. Um, But first, how was your day today? Uh, It was alright. Nothing really special. Okay. What do you do? I am a clinical research associate for AbbVie Pharmaceuticals. Ooh, very schmancy. It's a schmancy. Uh, I do a lot. I love how I'm asking you what you do when I know what you do. Huh? I love how I'm asking you what you do when I know what you do. I know you don't, but (laughs) listeners don't know, and they still don't know. Yes. So Google it. Anyways. So, you finding out you had ADD, when did that yeah. realization kind of come to you? Uh, I think it was about 23, 24, when I officially, um, I think I, I officially got diagnosed when I was 24, but when I knew, I started thinking that I had ADD when I was like 22, 21. Okay. In the past, like, when you, in your teenage years, like, in high school and stuff, you never really realized you had, an, like, an issue with focusing? And stuff. Right. And, um, so I'm also colorblind. I know this isn't the podcast for that, but, um, I think it relates in the sense that I didn't find out I was colorblind until I was 16, and when people ask me, oh, how did you find out? Well, um, 
I realized that colorblindness wasn't only black and white, which is a lot of confusion. I didn't have enough information to know that you can also be red, green colorblind, which is what I am. So in my mind, I was completely normal until I learned that, hey, everyone sees purple and I don't. (laughs) So you feel like it was kind of like the same thing with ADD? You just felt like... Right. With ADD, I felt that, you know, everyone thinks, oh, ADD, oh man, you're crazy. You can't shut up. Uh, You're, you can't sit down for more than, you know, like five seconds, 10 seconds, but, uh, it's not only about that. There's, there's other things that can mean you have ADD. And what are those things? Uh, for me, mainly it's the, the way I think. Um, I feel, I mean, it's a little different now because I'm obviously medicated, but, uh, before, um, I used to think non-linearly, like all my thoughts would like just pop up like sporadically. I'd be talking to you about this and it would be almost impossible for me to just sit down and continue talking because in my mind, I'm thinking about a million things at the same time. And that affected you in your college years, right? Yeah. I mean, it affected me in the college years, yeah, but more so in my work life when I first got, you know, this new big job. Um, I had timelines, huge projects to do, and I was realizing that it was way too much for me to handle, especially when I would sit down and try to do it. And then immediately, okay, oh, wait, let me open my emails. Oh, wait, let me do this. Oh, wait, I also have to do this. And I would never be able to get anything done. And, uh, yeah, I I felt like I was really close to losing my job because I was constantly failing. And that's when I realized I needed to get help. And, like, from my point of view, I also didn't really, like, see it because I didn't know. I, I don't know how you think. And we all, like, at least you weren't very open with what was going on in your head with me before. Um, Until like the last two, three years, you've learned to like kind of talk more about what's going on in your head. Um, So I used, I know that it brought up like a lot of arguments in the sense where I would be like, oh, you forgot to do this or you didn't text me goodnight. And it was more of like, you just, it's not that you meant to not text me. It's just, you kind of just got distracted and did something else. Right. Like it's not, um, I guess someone that doesn't have ADD, like it's, if you forget something, it's like a one-time thing. For me, it's more like, okay, yes, he told me to text her goodnight. And then a million thoughts completely like after that. And so my mind gets flooded with different information or I start thinking about something that happened or something triggers me uh, to think of something. And then I just kind of go off on a tangent. And once I go off on the tangent, that one thought out of the million gets lost. So it's not until after you're like, oh, why didn't you text me? I'm like, oh, I forgot, you know? Right. So you only see, oh, I forgot. But in my mind, it's like, oh, well, I was thinking about uh, Nala and how uh, she likes this toy. And then, oh, I remembered that because of that toy, oh, uh, she, she likes these treats. Oh, these treats are nice. And then I, from whatever reason, I start thinking about history in eighth grade. <laughs> so you feel like with your... ADD, it's more of just your, your thinking that's very... Or is there other things Not that only display that. I, themselves? I, I would say uh, that would be the main issue. But there was other things. Like now looking back, I could see those other things that I would be doing that was clear signs of attention deficit disorder. Um, I would... Let's say, oh, I just got distracted because my dog... I didn't realize that my dog was here, so I'm sorry. But I guess this was what you would expect on an ADD podcast. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> um, that you, 
there were other signs uh, of the ADD, not just the the thinking. There are other things that you notice right, now that right. You so, um, I would say like one of the main other factors was that I would I would always get into things. Like when I was younger, I would love to read, but like uh, it was hyper focused. Right. So that's that's. Let me explain that first. So a lot of people think ADD is oh you can't focus on anything. And that you're always just crazy, but that's not true at all. Not it, crazy, hyper. Hyper, sorry. Sorry, did I use, is that the C word? Um, but yeah, you're super hyper and that you can't focus. And the reality is that people with ADD do focus and they actually focus better than normal people because since we're going, at one minute we're going a million miles an hour in our mind and then another when we focus on something, everything is just silent. So when we focus, we really focus. And six, seven hours, I could be sitting down. I don't have to drink. I don't have to go to the bathroom because I just see that one thing and I have to do it. Yeah, like in my eyes, it was like an obsession. Like you had a new exactly. obsession every month. But it was just that you were hyper-focusing on that one thing. So it was like, um, well, yeah, when you said when you were little, you used to read a lot. So you would read like... I wouldn't be able to not read a book in one night. So it would. I grab the book as soon as I start reading. I would have to finish. Right. So you wouldn't sleep until you finished it. I wouldn't sleep. So three, four in the morning, and then wake up at seven to go to school. And like I feel like it was the same. Then uh, you got into um, playing League of Legends, yep. and then you hyper focused on that as well. So you had to have like the best gear, like everything that was dedicated to. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was dedicated to that game. Like just anything in general, like uh, when I was little, I was drawing. So I would draw all the time, draw different copy comic books or cartoon characters, freehand stuff. And then it, I hyper-focus until I think that I've reached kind of like a, I'm kind of good at drawing. And mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, not interested anymore. Move on next, next thing. What, what else can I learn? Okay, skateboarding. Okay. As soon as I learned a kickflip, so four or five months later, okay, done with skateboarding. Uh, now what else? So it's just, you know that constant hyper-focusing on one thing. And, you know, that seems great. Oh, wow, you can hyper-focus on things. I wish I could do that. But, I mean, you've been on the back end of it trying to bother me when I'm hyper-focusing on something. I, it's literally the only thing I think about. There's mm-hmm. only one stream of thought, and it's that and doing that. So anything outside trying to prevent me from doing that, you get kind of uh, <laughs> snapped at. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I started noticing, like, Not that you were, like, not aggressive, like, physically, but in your words, like, in your tone. It was very, like, leave me alone. I'm trying to do this or whatever. And then, you know, it comes to a point where I'm like, okay, what's going on? And in my head, you know, me with my anxiety and crap, like, I'm thinking, like, it's me. Like, I'm horrible. But I don't know what's going on in your head. And then, obviously, when you explain, like, oh, I think I have this. At first, like, it's very, like, ADD is so romanticized in the way that like oh yeah I have ADD I can't focus but there's a difference between someone who actually has ADD and someone who just says they have it so in the beginning it was hard for me to know whether or not like you were serious like this was real or you were just saying it until you know obviously we looked more into it and then I saw like everything that you were displaying was the definition of ADD right and it's not just because I didn't meet every single symptom like, there are times where I become impatient and I can't be in one spot. But, I mean, I feel like everybody displays that in some sense. And, you know, unless you, 
start putting the puzzle pieces together, you don't really notice it. And that that's why I think it's important for people to, you know, be informed. And I think because of the hyper-focusing, um, if you feel like you're not doing what you're supposed to do, it kind of makes you, like, feel like a failure in a way. Like, you feel depressed because you can't focus. Like, it brings you down, too, right? Uh, I don't think so. I don't... I've never... It's more like, in my mind, a challenge. Everything is a challenge. Everything is a competition. You know, I, I never really got down when I couldn't do something. It was just like, okay, I'm going to do this until I can do it. So that's, I, I never really... So you didn't feel overwhelmed? Mm, I, not until later in life. Right. I've never felt like that feeling of being overwhelmed by my surroundings until became an adult and everything is overwhelming. Okay. And then that's when you decided to seek help like from a professional and that's when you were officially diagnosed, right? Right. And how was that your experience like speaking to a psychiatrist about this? Um, I mean, it was a comfortable environment. He was really professional and I think there's always doubts going in because of the abuse of Adderall and Vyvanse and all these amphetamines and stimulant medications in college. Um, but I feel since, I mean, I already graduated college, I was just, you know, a young adult seeking help. He kind of listened to me and understood my situation. I would tell him, oh, I, you know, when I was in college, I would take Adderall. And I would notice that I was completely acting completely different than my friends. You know, they would be like super serious and I would just like kind of calm down and I, I, the, the one thing I noticed, like I said, is my, my train of thought, you know, it became less a million thoughts per, per second and then just one, like one after the other, like I was able to kind of gain control over my thoughts. And were you like apprehensive before, like going to the psychiatrist, like you didn't want to go? I mean, more like in the lazy sense that, uh, to go to the doctor's office and wait, not in the sense that I felt like it would be... Uh, useless or pointless. Yeah, useless or pointless. No, I, I definitely think there was a benefit. Whether I wanted to go or not is a different story. <laughs> yeah, I think I had to like, kind of push you a little, yeah. a little bit. But, I mean, now you've been... Because um, one of the things that he told you about Adderall, like what, when he informed you about the Adderall, what was the thing that he said? Um, that... You know, some, some people eventually get used to and, like, tolerate, like, the medications they are on, so they need higher and higher prescription, like, uh, doses to get the same effect. But also, like, um, didn't he say about, like, taking it one day and not taking it another and then going back and forth and how that could affect you? Right, yeah. Uh, what did he say? <laughs> I forgot. Well, it was making you... I forgot what it was, but basically I think it was, like, if you went, like, say, three days straight taking it and then you stopped it, it would kind of make you aggressive in a way. Like, not aggressive, but, like, kind of mad, like, angry, like, tense because you needed it or whatever. I don't think it was because I needed it, but maybe, I don't know. Like, you would I, snap at me, remember? Maybe, like, one time. I no, feel like you're, you're blowing no. this way out of proportion. Okay, sorry, It was, guys. like, maybe one or two times. This is why you can't interview your boyfriend. Couple fights. <laughs> Heard it here, folks. <laughs> Anyways. But now that you're taking it consistently every single day, how do you feel? 
Uh, I feel normal. Normal in the normal, sense normal of... in the sense of normalcy, not in the sense of having ADD. Um, I still, it's not like a perfect cure-all. I don't think that I'm perfect in any sense, but I do feel that, you know, I've gained control over my life. I feel like I've become a lot more productive. I feel that, um, you know, in, in conversation, I'm, I'm more empathetic towards other people. I feel like another thing with ADD is that when you're having a conversation with somebody, you have a tendency, since you have like a million thoughts going on in your head, like something pops out in one of those thoughts, and you're like, oh, I have to, I have to say this. And then, you know, for one person, they're talking and, you know, they're going, okay, say this, this, and this, and their mind and their bodies are the same thing. But a person with ADD, the mind is going a lot faster than the body. So while I'm here patiently waiting, it feels like an eternity to get my, you know, uh, your words out. My words out. It, it seems like they'll never finish, so you start interrupting them. And it's not like I'm doing it to be, you know, an asshole or... Can we curse here? Yes, that's fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm not trying to be an asshole, nor am I being uh, narcissistic or that I want to talk about myself. It's just that I need to get it out. And so that's another factor and another symptom is, you know, constantly interrupting people. And now you feel like you can actually ask people about what they're, like, I become a lot, about them. Yeah, I've become a lot better listener since I've been medicated and... A better person, I feel, overall. It's <laughs> awesome. And what other habits do you think that you've started to develop now that you're on medication that you're starting to do in order to also help with, you know, becoming more structured, more, um, I don't know, I don't know how you say it, more organized? Because the thing, your room is a mess. But I mean, sometimes there's just nothing you can do about that. So I thought that it would be like a, okay... <laughs> I'll get on medication and then I would be organized, but that's just how I am. I'm just a kind of a messy person by nature. There's nothing that, there's no medication on earth that can fix that. Um, but I do feel my life is more organized, if that makes sense. Like maybe not in the sense of my room, like I still leave my clothes lying around, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, my life has been a lot more organized. I'm successful in my career. Um, Successful at the gym. At the gym. <laughs> in my relationships. Yes. Successful all around. Yes. And I feel like, I honestly feel that if I didn't get help, that I wouldn't be where I am now. Because, yeah, I don't think it would be possible, really. Like it, it, The point where I was before, now with going to the gym and eating better and having kind of like a structure to my day... It's a lot easier for me to stop taking medication because I kind of know that with the gym and everything, I, I, I can be good. Mm-hmm. But before I didn't have the gym, I was just me alone. You know, I would go be in my house, play video games or hyper focus on something. I wouldn't be able to get that structure. Um, so, again, this whole thing is to kind of end stigma and did you ever feel like you couldn't tell someone, like, well, I have ADD because you feel like they would, like, either judge you or brush it off? In the beginning, yeah. I mean, you kind of brushed me off, actually. I, I mean, like I said, I didn't <laughs> understand fully. <laughs> but a lot of people don't understand, and that's kind of the problem. You know, it's like people say, oh, yeah, I have OCD because I have to have my room clean. Uh, oh, I have ADD because I can't sit still. That's, that's not that, you know. Like, it, it's hard for people to understand that. 
not hard, but I, I guess it's easy to, to say that, oh, yeah, ADD, everyone has that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you're just kind of being a wimp. You're not trying hard enough, basically. Right, and I, that's kind of frustrating. It's like, oh, you're not trying hard enough to see colors because you're colorblind. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying as hard as I can. <laughs> it's, it's my body. Like it's, Right, there's it's, nothing it's, that you can do. There's nothing that I can physically do. I was born like this. It was ever since I can remember. It, it just displayed like itself that. more. Like, it was harder for you to have control over it in a way. Like, you didn't have to really do much until your work, your job. Right, I've, I've kind of just, to be honest, coasted on life. Not really having to try with anything. Um... Like, my, my short-term memory is terrible. Like, I forget my keys. I forget everything. Even with medication, no medication. I get my short-term memory is just really bad. But my long-term memory is really good. And I've kind of used that to coast in schooling and stuff. Until I got to the point where I couldn't do that. I had to actually study and create a schedule, structure throughout my day. And someone with ADD structure is the enemy. So would you tell someone who's kind of going through, like, where you were three years ago and... You know, it doesn't really know if to go, like, on medication or is taking medication on their own and haven't really seen a professional. Well, I, I would say that there's a reason that doctors go through all the formal training and they see all these patients is because, you know, they, they know. So if you're in between, oh, should I go or should I not, it's better to just go. If you don't agree with his opinion, go see another professional. Okay. And then the song that you picked... Was Flagpole Sitta? Yeah. It's my favorite song. Why do you feel like you can relate to that song? Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's a, it's an older song. I think it came out in the 90s. And it still relates to this day. You know, some of the lyrics that, that they say in the song, it, it kind of resonates with me. What are those lyrics? <laughs> I'm, now, I'm, like, in my head, I'm like, I feel like I was in the mirror. Uh, without the song playing, it's really kind of hard to pick it up. <laughs> but yeah, you just this is the ADD podcast. I can't focus on something, even with medication. <laughs> no, it's it's later in the day. You take it in the morning. It's like wearing off. Yeah, it's already wearing off. That's why it's a, a good thing we did it compared to how I was in the beginning to how I am now. <laughs> um. Well, no. There's a part where he talks about how like uh about his thoughts, like not being in the right. Like, his head was just, like, about to explode-ish. And I feel like you had told me that you resonate with those lyrics because you felt like your brain was going to explode from everything that, like, you were thinking at one time, not being able to focus. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let's go with that. (laughs) Let's do that, yeah. (laughs) Anyways. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know. Are you going to play it? Please do. I'm just going to look at the lyrics. lyrics. Okay, yeah. I forgot this is a podcast. We can do whatever we want. She's misspelling everything. I am not. Okay. To see a little bit clearer. No, it's all the way at the end. Oh, I'm not sick, but I'm not well. That's basically it. Yeah. Right, yeah. I feel, yeah, that's definitely that line. Like, I'm not sick, but I'm not well. I feel, I think, feel like for a lot of people, you know, they, they get to that point where... Oh, sorry. Where they feel like, okay, yeah, there's definitely something wrong with me, but there's nothing wrong with me to the point where 
I, I can tell somebody because everyone will just kind of brush it aside. Right. So I think with ADD, like especially, um, not especially with any illness, actually, like my colorblindness, I told my parents I was colorblind. They're like, ah, oh, no, you're not. Uh, you can see colors. What color is this? Red, yellow. Okay, you're not colorblind. Well, it's, they're kind of being ignorant. Mm-hmm. So I feel that a lot of people have that feeling of fear that if they tell somebody that they're not feeling well, they're like, well, you're not sick. Right. So that's why that, that line as well. Yeah. Yeah. That line is very powerful. Um, cause with mental disorders and mental illness, like, yes, you look perfect. Like you look fine on the outside, but you're not well on the inside and that's what's. Oh, I found the line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, now it's clicking. Yeah. Uh, I want to pierce my tongue. It doesn't hurt. It feels fine. The trivial sublime. This line. I like to turn off time and kill my mind. You kill my mind. And then I, I feel like killing my mind like is when I'm like super focused. And then as soon as that focus gets off, like paranoia, paranoia, everybody's coming to get me. Like for me, that's just all my thoughts like come flooding in. Like, uh, you know, if, if I was reading that book, as soon as the book ends, all right, back to normalcy, like not normalcy, but back to thinking the way I was. Mm-hmm. So thinking about first grade, Miss Rose class, uh, who had Cheetos. It, like, I don't know if that's a ADD thing, but I remember things that I shouldn't be remembering. Yeah. Really random things. Really specific. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, I haven't seen you since Tuesday of March 21st of, is today March 21st? No, it's it, not right. Yeah, it is. I think. No, today's the 22nd. Went away from big time. Um, but yeah, so. That's why that song. It's a good song. If you haven't heard it, mm. what's wrong with you? And what is your upside out of all of this? Out of, you know, seeking help and being on medication. I mean, I think you kind of covered it, but. Yeah. Did we just have to plug in the title of the podcast? Yeah, we did. The upsides. I can't do the. There you go. Hyperfocus. Um, the upside is that I'm a better person. Better person how? In every sense of the word. I am more attentive. I'm more caring. I'm able to speak more freely now that I have control over my thoughts. And not even that I have control over my thoughts per se, but I mean, to be able to slow it down to pick and choose what I can think is good. Yeah. I feel like you've been able to express your emotions better. We've been able to communicate better. Um, and, yeah, it's just doing awesome all around. Guys, we just had an epiphany. We're great people. We're awesome. <laughs> That's the upside. Oh, I'm amazing. <laughs> um, thank you for doing this because I... I know in the past, had I asked you to do this, like, maybe two years ago, you would have been like, no, no. But you're doing so much better, and I'm proud of you. Thank you. And I am an amazing human being. Next time on The Upside, we're going to cover narcissism. So thank you guys for listening. Again, I really do appreciate the people who listen to the podcast. It means a lot. You know, we're trying to end the stigma here. We're trying to get people to talk about what's going on in their mind so that we can... Well, not we, but so a professional can help them, you know, get to that level where they feel comfortable in their own skin, comfortable just living their life, not being, feeling like they're, you know, not sick, but not well, you know, 
And like I said, I'm going to have a psychiatrist come on and talk about different things. If you guys have any specific questions, please email us at theupsidesfm at gmail.com. We're going to have another episode in two weeks. Um, I hope that you guys got something from this. I've been trying to get at least a different uh, mental illness every week. I know we had anxiety, we had depression, we had um, bipolar disorder, and now we have ADD. Um, and I'll try to get something different, someone else to speak. Yeah. Because um, it's just good. You, there's so many things out there that people don't know, and you know we need to raise the awareness. Um, I hope you guys have a good night or day, depending when you hear this. Bye. Bye, guys. I gotta pee.